It's Weed Minute. Happy 420, everybody. Is that how the podcast is going to start? From now on, we only start the podcast I, at 420. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> um, uh, no, I actually, I really stressful week. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And, you know, I've been, I've been seeing a grief counselor for a little while mm-hmm. and he died yesterday, but he's so good that I don't even care. Attention, bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Jokes. We got jokes for sale. Two dollar jokes for sale. Two for a dollar jokes for sale. (laughs) This is in my notes. That's in your notes to say that at the beginning of a podcast? (laughs) Hi, my name is Evan DM. This is Evan DM's Joke Doctor. This is my co-host, Sarah. We got jokes for sale. And we buy jokes. <laughs> no, we sell them. And Sarah sells me jokes. And then I try to guess the punchline before purchasing them for full price. Uh, often a considerable markup from standard. Everyone has to make a living somehow. Absolutely. Then we critique the jokes, analyze them, figure if they're good or not. That's it. That's all that happens. That's the show. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our show. But before we get into the jokes, we did get a couple emails. We only got two this week, so I am going to read them out. Okay. Um, so first is from Xavier, who says, why can't you see the force? It blinds all things because canonically the force binds all things. Mm. How long will dinner be? A supper of minutes? Like a couple of minutes? Mm, no. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, or how long will dinner be? At least 15 feet. So that's how long human intestines are. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that one. That one's solid. Okay. And then we also got an email from our dear friend Miller. Maybe that's like how long between dinner and... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever we don't, we don't, we don't do dinner. those types of jokes on no, this podcast. No, And Miller says, Evan, for the how long will dinner be joke, said something along the lines of, oh, it starts at eight. Mm -hmm. Um, But Miller wants to nitpick and say that it should end at eight because eight is, as we know, the past tense of eat. How long will dinner be? Oh, it should be over by eight. And then also... Grammatically doesn't really work. No. But I don't know if mine worked either, so... I think that's a better version than if neither works, it's a better version. Um, And then also, what did the cannibal tell their guest when asked how long will dinner be? About a foot and a half. Yeah. It's so it's like doing three different things, none of which connect. And I think that's good. I like that. All right. Thank you, Miller. Thank you, Xavier. Thanks, Miller and Xavier, our wonderful patrons. And um, if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash joke doctor and sign up today. $1 gets you absolutely nothing. $2 or $3 gets you access to all the bonus content. And $100 gets you one phone call with us. Only one of us. You have to pick. Yeah, you get you have to pick. And we will be insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Choose wisely. No matter who you pick. Um. Okay, so we're going to get into the joke. So what's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? Have we not had this one? No. Okay. Um, because I feel like we've talked about this, but it people always want it to be R. 
Yeah. Right? That's what people want. That's what people that's the first one, right? But I think it's they the C. It's really it's none. Historians suggest that most pirates would have been illiterate. Okay, so this is going to be an anti-joke episode. Maybe. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. If I haven't talked about it already, I do love the joke that's why does it take so long for pirates to learn the alphabet? Or hey, maybe it's uh, why does it take so long for pirates to learn how to read? Because they can spend years at sea. Mm, I think that's, that's a really good. good joke. Yeah, I didn't come up with that. I've heard that somewhere. But Now, there's not really a lot to be done with anti-jokes. Except make you groan. Yeah, so if that's what the whole episode is, I think it's going to be a bit of a bummer. Um, <laughs> I, however, do you need to leave the room? Okay. You can. No, also. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Chad's just like, I. how do I stop this podcast? <laughs> so the thing about anti-jokes is that, like, I think they're really good situationally. I think an anti-joke is really, they exist because of the original punchline, right? Like that joke doesn't exist without that they can spend years at sea or are, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really weird for anti-jokes to come out of context, right? So I know that joke already, so it does kind of do the job, right? Which I think is probably good. But generally, I find them kind of underwhelming. I just think back to... I was watching an episode of the uh, UFC reality show, The Ultimate Fighter. And this was a season where they had men and women. And there was this one uh, uh, woman, Roxanne Modafferi, who is like a pioneer of women's MMA. Like she retired recently. And she had a crazy long, like 20 something year career, late teens, if not 20 years. And, but she's just like kind of, nerdy and and awkward it seems very innocent and stuff like that and i just remember this one part where they're like you should go say a pickup line to roxanne because it'll be so like embarrassing because she's like so innocent and the guy goes up and does like an anti-pickup line he says nice shoes let's fuck which is like such an unsatisfying pickup line because it's just like that's now a confusing thing Right. Like anti jokes used outside of the context of other jokes are almost always falling flat. Right. It has to be in a situation where you set it up like it's got to be, you know, the rule of three, you know, do two regular ones and then a, and then one that hits you where you're not expecting it. But yeah, that's my anti joke thoughts generally, because there's nothing to be done about that joke. I relate to Roxanne a lot in that people would do like bad pick up lines in order to like throw me off because they think I'm too innocent. Yeah. <sighs> Was your favorite pickup line someone's ever said or the worst one? Just one that sticks out to you. One that sticks out to me is when I was an orientation leader and my dance partner was going to do one that was like really bad and my friend like stopped him and was goes, "You can't say that to her. She has a boyfriend." <laughs> Do you remember what it was? I don't. Okay. Um, Sarah's got a boyfriend. You can't tell her jokes. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend now, though. Uh, folks, <laughs> she's available. <laughs> Come and get her. 
Get them while they're hot. You want to hear another joke? Yeah, I'd love another. That's my phone. I'd love another joke. Thank you. What do you call a cheap circumcision? Uh, (laughs) Um, I feel like I've heard this one before. It's like shortcut or something like that. Or I do, I do, I do. I've always liked the joke, you know, doctors don't get paid for doing circumcisions, but they get to keep the tip. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) I've always liked that one a lot. Which I think actually in Pretty Fly for a Rabbi, Weird Al makes a version of that joke. So that's how you know it's good content. You know what I mean? (laughs) Weird Al's doing it. A cheap circumcision? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. I feel like I could probably get there, but the anticipation is killing me. What is it? A (laughs) ripoff. Yeah, I know that one. I don't see Chad's face. <laughs> For context, our friend Chad, who you, I may have heard reference to earlier, is he was on the bonus episode and he did it. Uh, he hosted trivia for us. He's hanging out. But whenever we have an unofficial guest, they have to be silent in the studio unless specifically talked to. Do you want to say hi, Chad? <laughs> he shook his head. <laughs> All right. Um... I that joke is viscerally uncomfortable <laughs> to me. Um, I wish that our audience could have seen both yours and Chad's faces. Yeah, because for me that was really good. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You know, no one. I think it's good that no one makes jokes about female genital <laughs> mutilation. I think that so. Like, granted, the keep the tip one. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> The ripoff is just, it's uncomfortable. Like, I think it's a fine joke. I, I totally think it's a fine joke. Because, I mean, like, the physicality of ripping off, yeah, that's what's bad about it. But, like, a cheap version of something is usually a ripoff. Yeah. So I think that that's, like, I think that's a solid joke. Oh, I just remembered you got these from, like, a dark joke, dark humor. Okay, you got these from the dark web. <laughs> um... I think that joke's fine, but man, I just did a video on vasectomies for work and I'm like, oh, it's just, it's just, it's bad thinking about it, you know? It's too soon. Yeah. It's like bilateral tubal ligation. It's like, mm, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to snip a little bit of my balls? No, thank you. Um, I mean, I still might do it, but like, I don't like thinking about it. Do they numb the area first? I think they do. That's nice. Which, yeah, would be fine, but I would You would not believe the things they do to yeah. people with no, vaginas and I uteruses like, without any kind of pain management. Oh, yeah. it's There's no way it's worse than, like, unmedicated IUD insertion. Granted, I do think that they shouldn't make jokes about <laughs> IUD insertion <laughs> as well on dark humor websites. So, uh, you know, I think that's fair. But th- my issue there is more so that they don't use painkillers for that. They don't use local anesthesia for that, which they absolutely can do. And yeah, I just, you know. (sighs) Yeah. I just want to thank every parent out there who decides not to circumcise their children. Um, And sometimes they even subscribe to your Patreon. Anyway, what's the next joke? (laughs)
<laughs> so subtle. <laughs> Why don't skeletons ever go trick-or-treating? They don't have the guts. No, um... Because they couldn't find nobody to go with. Nobody to go with. Yeah, because they have nobody to go with. Is that really what it is? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Normally when I hear that punchline for that joke, it's prom related. Mm. And I think the trick or treating is maybe like an interesting, it could be an interesting like red herring because skeleton and trick or treating, right? And I think skeleton prom maybe is, you know, it's more fantastical. Granted, I would argue that a skeleton is a body. Like, I know it's not a full body, but it's like, it's not like a ghost. Like, ghost feels like what that joke should be, right? Because skeleton is a, like, if you think about it, we're a skeleton, right? And we have a body, and the body's the skeleton. You know what I mean? Yeah. The ske- Like, we're driving the skeleton. These seem like the the titles of, like, the final um, EP of, like, the Bone series. And these are all the titles of the songs. <laughs> We're Driving the Body. We're Driving the Body. Well, the yeah. I mean, if I went in a sort of freak rock, absolutely different direction. The last EP of the series should just be called Completion. I will not be calling it <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the next FNDM EP. It's called Nuts. Uh, <laughs> so for context, I am a singer-songwriter, and I have an EP that came out in 2018 called Bones. And then I basically wanted to mimic the format of that EP, which is four songs that aren't connected to anything. And so this one's called Muscle. And like the album art is kind of building off of what the previous one is. And so the plan is like every few years when I want to put out four songs... I'll just like, it'll be, I think the next one is like Nerve. Um, I wanted to do one that was called Blood, but then it's Bloody P. And I was like, <laughs> I actually don't think I can do that. <laughs> actually, somebody just had beats. Yeah. it's. <laughs> Have you heard Bloody P? I heard it's just beats. <laughs> it's an instrumental album. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's actually great. That's actually great. Chad, write that down. Um, <laughs> all right. What's the next joke? Um, oh, wait, yes. I said the thing already that it should be ghosts because skeletons yeah. are bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Kermit the Frog say at the puppeteer's funeral? Um, He really touched me, you know, deep inside. No. <laughs> um, He would always lend a hand. I can't really do a Kermit. Um, Why are there so many? I Kermit the Frog here. No, I can only do Elmo, but he's not important to this situation. I always told him, you've got a friend in me. (laughs) It's none of these? No. It's none of these. Um, I don't know what he said, but it was really heartfelt because the puppet's made out of felt. Nothing, because he was dead. There we go. Nothing, yeah. I think that's, I think because there are so many things that I could get to first, I I kind of like that. I guess that kind of, makes the um, the pirate one work, right? Mm. Because there are so many obvious answers to it that you're probably going to get someone saying one of those. So I guess in that context, I do think that's like a, that's a good use of an anti-joke, right? Like if there are established punchlines that people might be able to think of. Um, I may have said that already. I don't know. I, I forget a lot of stuff as soon as it comes out of my mouth, which might be evident. Evident. 
Yeah. It's when you get punched really hard. Mm-hmm. You specifically. Yep. What's the difference between jelly and jam? Jelly don't jiggle like that. No. Um, so this is like classically, this has been a dirty joke that's like, I can't. J- <laughs> Do you want me to say the explicit version of it? Yeah. Um, so the way that. Um, Wait, I might be too innocent. You might be too innocent for this one. But the way that I've heard this joke is what's the difference between jam and jelly? I can't jelly my into someone's. Sure can't. Yeah. But I think that it works for anything you can jam something in. Like, I, I don't like that joke because I think that that's, like, explicit and and rude. Mm-hmm. And if any children are listening, don't have listened to that. Would you like to hear the child version? The chi- yes, yes, I'd love to hear the child version. You can't jelly a clown into a tiny car. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there are so many things that it could be jam. Man, this album is jelly-packed with bangers. <laughs> I do like that. That's very cute, <laughs> jelly-packed. Yeah. Um, that's um, Oh, man. I forget if it was last episode or two episodes ago, but I was talking about how I called dogs Barfo yeah. and cats Meowser, and I, I, the whole time I was trying to think of the phrase, I want to put you all onto something. That's what I had been trying to I was trying to get like, I'm going to put y'all onto this, right? I'm going to put y'all onto something right now. And K- Chad is Canadian, so he gets it. You know how people say easy peasy? I've taken a saying, EZPZ, which I think is very fun. Because, um, Which is weird, because Julia, who is also Canadian, says EZPZ, but says it easy peasy. And I was like, you should be saying EZPZ. Yeah. Why aren't you? This just makes sense to me. So I'm putting y'all onto that. That's a fun thing to start saying. Just to spice, just to, there are so many fun things that you can just change about the way you say something or like to, to add joy. Like I- Okie dokie. Okie dokie is a great one. Um, I always like to say uh, marinara sauce instead of marinara. It's just like Oh, a, I like to say Farmer John instead of instead Parmesan. Of, <laughs> instead of Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, Farmer John. Farmer John cheese. You did that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. You also like to say Tradesman Joseph instead yeah. of Trader Joe's. Or I, I also like Trader Ho, like mm-hmm. like somebody who turns on you like a trader. Trader Ho. Yeah, Trader yeah. Ho. Um, Chad, ooh, Chad's got his finger up. You Do, do you have one of these? I, I like to pick up some some nice vintage clothing from a boutique near our house called Volu Village. What's that? Value Village. <laughs> Village. <laughs> that's really good. I didn't get that at all. I was like, ooh, that sounds French. <laughs> Which I guess I feel like value and village are probably both French words anyway. So you know what? Middle-aged mothers like mine do love saying Target. Mm, they love saying Target. They do. So feel free to email in uh one of those. Just just yeah. something to spice up yeah. your your language. In the what is it, subject line? Yeah. Say I want to put y'all onto something, or I want to put y'all onto this, or I'm going to put y'all onto something. Yeah. Some of my other favorites are Pizza Slut and Advanced Auto Farts. And um, so these are these are just little rhymes you do. Yeah. No, there's my there's like a NASCAR like theme park type thing in Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh, called NASCAR Speed Park, and my brother worked there for a little while. 
everybody there smoked weed, so I called it NASCAR Weed Park. It was really good. Happy 420, everybody. Yeah. Uh, do you got another joke? Um, yes. Oh, I also call Chick-fil-A corporate chicken. Okay. <laughs> These are the things I've put you on to. Thank you. <laughs> um, what does one French guy say to another French guy? Something in French, probably. Bonjour. This is... I. <laughs> Chad, you got anything? He says no. Um, I... there's no way to know it's just gonna it's gonna be some french bullshit like i surrender or would you like to go eat a snail what is it my name is also guy okay yeah (laughs) i did think maybe that's what it was they do say it ghee like the butter yeah like ghee yeah so french what does one french ghee say to another french ghee i think maybe Hmm. See, that feels like an anti-joke, but also in a way. So this is a really good example of why you can sometimes say the punchline in the setup if the point is for it to be repetitive, right? What does one French guy say to another French guy? I'm guy. Like, I don't think that's a particularly funny joke, but I don't think the failing of that joke is the repetition of the word between the punchline and the setup because the repetition of the word doesn't spoil it because you, like, when reading that joke, you would read it guy instead of the French name Guy. So I don't think that's a good joke. I think that, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do about that joke. But I think it's a good opportunity to say that basically any comedy rule can be broken. So just because I say something should be one way doesn't mean it always has to be that way. Just like the English language. Just like the English language. Some rules are made to be broken, like the Queen's. Like the song. How do you wake up Lady Gaga? This is my last joke. This is your last joke. Mm -hmm. Perfect. We're on schedule. Um, How do you wake up Lady Gaga? Mm -hmm. An alarm? You set her alarm clock for a reasonable hour. Is that what the punchline of the joke is? Okay. Uh, so these are some jokes from scarymommy.com. Terrifying mother. You know what a scary mommy is? One who freaking circumcises her kids. The one who personally. does the, the cheap circumcision. <laughs> Any kind of it. Um, unless I, I don't know. I guess if you have to do it for religious reasons, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I still think you shouldn't. Like if you have any say in it, still don't because... I still think that that's like a kind of huge medical decision to make for someone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it should be like on the same level as like how people say like you shouldn't pierce like little baby's ears Mm -hmm. because they can't like, they don't have a say in it. Same thing with circumcision. You let that that kiddo get old enough to have some bodily autonomy and then they can decide if they care about their (laughs) God or whatever enough to chop off a little bit of their penis. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about it. And I agree, you shouldn't pierce a baby's ears. However, if you pierce a baby's ears, you can heal a piercing hole. It's always going to be there. Unlike the foreskin. I feel like maybe that's a bit higher up on the sort of concern level for me personally. Yeah. I guess it's maybe like doing, um, if you were started gauging your baby's ears (laughs) or just like clipping them. 
Yeah. You know? This baby's going to be so fucking hardcore. Yo, what's up? We didn't circumcise our kid because we know that that's wrong, but we did bifurcate their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, meet Lizard. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Do you think that there's like a punchline to the Lady Gaga joke? No. Cho Chad's got one. No, I, I, I know the punchline. The oh. punchline is you poker face. Oh, oh, that's what it is. is. For some reason, I could only think of paparazzi. Poker face. Yeah, I do know that joke. That's a good one. I do like that joke. Yeah, um, yeah, that is good. So, I think the what was the middle one? The the Kermit joke. Mm-hmm. I think the Kermit joke is probably. I think is maybe the best example of how to like re- to do a, an anti joke because the anti joke actually plays off the physicality of the item right yeah. it's not just it it is playing off kind of the existence of the joke but most anti jokes are just like there's a punchline you might be expecting it's not that this one plays off of the fact that it's it's actually kind of similar to the grief counselor one where it plays off of the actual relationship that this person would have to the like the relationship of the characters in the joke, hmm. which is subverted in the punchline instead of just like, it's not a, turns out it wasn't a joke. <laughs> like that's an anti-joke, but it is still also a joke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I, I, I like that joke. I think that's good. Um, I think the French guy one is maybe my least favorite of the episode. I don't, I didn't care for that one. Um, no, rip off. That was it. <laughs> yep. That's my least favorite joke. Um, I mean, we're going to edit this down, and we're only at 32 minutes. It is so hot in this room. I feel fine. Um, I'm literally sweating. Okay. Uh, do you want to go, like, take a breather or something? I can bring Chad in, and Chad can tell me his favorite jokes. Chad. Okay. Well, Sarah doesn't want to give up her position. Uh, so do you have a favorite joke that you'd like to tell me? Okay. Here is... Chad, do you want me to say your last name? Here is Chad last name. And <laughs> here's Chad last name telling you his favorite joke. So uh, a fellow walks into a bar and he, he puts down a uh, little salamander on the table. And uh, the bartender comes over and he says, oh, that's cute. I like that. Uh, what's his name? And the guy says, uh, oh, yeah, I call him Tiny. And the bartender says, well, okay, why do you call him Tiny? And the guy says... Because he's minute. <laughs> That's good. I like that joke a lot. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> I have a joke that I really like, but it only works in text, which is, um, oh, God, what was it? It's, sim- it's, playing off the, it's playing off the same word, which is why. Would anybody like to hear some Yo Mama jokes that will roll your eyes for you from scarymommy.com? Just tell me some Yo Mama jokes until I... F- Figure out what this joke is that I'm thinking of. Yo mama is so old, she walked out of a museum and the alarm went off. <laughs> Banger. Yo mama so scary, you thought the monsters in your closet were friends. Mm, mediocre. Yo mama is so old, she was a waitress at the Last Supper. I like that one. Yo mama's bag is so cluttered, it's like the inside of a dollar store in there. Yo mama is so Bad. scary, the government moved Halloween to her birthday. Mmm... Yo mama so American, she deep fries her toothpaste. <laughs> That's good. 
Yo Mama's so depressing, blues singers come to visit her when they've got writer's block. Yo Mama's so American, she sued McDonald's for selling french fries. Yo Mama's so klutzy, she tripped over a cordless phone. Mm, I love that. Yo Mama's so dumb, she plays pool in her bathing suit. Okay. Okay. Yo Mama's so scatterbrained, it takes her two hours to watch 60 Minutes. I like that one. Yo mama so old, she knew Burger King when he was still a prince. Okay. Interesting. Yo mama so ridiculous, she tried to climb Mountain Dew. Mm. Yo mama so literal, she stared at a cup of orange juice for 12 hours because it said concentrate. That's good. That's a good one. Yo mama so strict, she wants you home before, during, and after dark. That's incredible. Yo mama so silly, she put airbags on her computer in case it crashed. Mm, okay, yeah. Yo mama teeth so yellow, I can't believe it's not butter. Uh, mm. Yo mama so funny, she went to the dentist to get a Bluetooth. Uh, mm. Yo mama house so dirty, she has to wipe her feet before she goes outside. That's, I feel like that's, um, that is in, um... I like this kind of like Mitch Hedberg type delivery I'm adopting as I go through. It's these. good. It's good. It's good. That's that joke I think is made in in a Weird Al song, the one that's a parody of Hot in Here. There's something rotten here, but I don't remember if that's the name of the song. Yo, Mama's so scary. She threw a boomerang and it refused to come back. Okay. Yep. Yo, Mama's so rich. Even her yacht has a yacht. Yo, Mama's so evil. The devil sold his soul to her. Okay. Okay. Yo mama's so tall, she tripped in Michigan and hit her head in Florida. Yo mama so <laughs> <laughs> Yo mama's so ridiculous, she thought a quarterback was a refund. Okay. They were So I couldn't I I've never written this joke down apparently in the format I have it in my mind, which is why I couldn't think of it. But um I went to the store about Minute rice. It's too small. <laughs> but that joke... That's good. I'm glad that we did the Yo Mama jokes, because if we had just waited for me to get to that, it would have been incredibly underwhelming, because <laughs> it's not a good joke to say out loud. Thank you for, thank you for saving my entire ass there, Sarah. You're welcome. Thank you, that's, Chad. That's how our friendship works. Yes. Thank you, Chad, for participating that's the end of the episode. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Evan out of 10. The 10 is T-E-N. Sarah is on Twitter at Sarah A-B-T-W. And that's Sarah with an H. If you want to send an email to put us onto something, that's edjdpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to find bonus episodes, including a little bit more Chad, go to patreon.com slash joke doctor and subscribe. As we always say at the end of our episodes, if it, if it ain't, ain't joke... joke. Don't, Don't fix, fix it. it.